Welcome, and thank you for tuning in to the Indigenous Prosperity Podcast. Through this podcast, we seek to amplify voices that support truth and reconciliation and Indigenous-led economic development within the South Island region. Today, we're joined by Alex jo Jones, Project Coordinator for Songhees Marine. Welcome, Alex. I invite you to introduce yourself. Thank you. Um, my name is uh, Awaskum. I am a Songhees Lakwana Nation member. My traditional name is Awaskum and my borrowed name is Alex Jones. I am coming to you from the Laquanan territory today. Thank you, Alex. And I'm wondering, did you spend time on the water as a child? I spent plenty of time on the water. My, uh, my late grandfather, Wilson Little, was a fisherman and I spent many years throughout Vancouver Island and off the coast uh, fishing. Not only fishing, I would, was part of the uh, the canoe club or canoe races. Oh, you went to the canoe racing. That's cool. Do your kids do that? No, no, uh, no. To be honest, the they're not uh, they're not fish people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm wondering, is that is that what made you interested when you saw that Songhees posted the positions for starting up the marine project? Was that uh, childhood time spent on the ocean with your family partly what drew you to it? What what brought me to uh, Songhees uh, Marine Project Coordinator was wanting to um, wanting to bring myself to the community to show show them and show me that what I can bring forward to the future and have the marine, the marine and sea life available for my children and grandchildren. So important. When did the Songhees Marine Project get started? Chief Ron Sam started the um, project back in 2020 and he ran it for just under a year, I believe. And in 2021, April 1st, I came aboard with uh, with Songhees. So how many people are, are on the team? Well, the Songhees Marine team, we have uh, two, um, two boat operators, a marine biologist and a marine, marine monitor. So there's four of us and um, there's five of us right now. And we are currently building our team as we speak today. How often do you get out on the water? Uh, not as much as my team does. Not as much as my team does. I would roughly say probably once, twice a week. I, I get to follow uh, members of your team on Facebook and like, here's, here's our office today. And <laughs> it's a picture of them out on the ocean. It's pretty wonderful to see. Yeah, they, they, they were out today. They were out today doing, uh, Trying to do the um, European green crab monitoring. I've heard about that. Yeah. And I've heard that there's lots of uses for green crab. If you harvest it, it can be used for, it can be even sold. It's a commodity. Yeah. There's an interesting economic development around green crab. Yeah. There's uh, quite, a, quite a few different uses for it. Uh, unfortunately, they, they kill our uh, Dungeness crab population. They eat the uh, the uh, crab eggs, and... and they don't have any natural predators here, probably. No, 
which is why we need to be the predator for the green yeah. crab. <laughs> Get but them out the of European green crab, or you know, if you were to uh, sit there and take the time and take out all the meat, you probably won't even get a quarter of a rich cracker full of meat. Mm. So what other things is the Songhees Marine team working on? Well, we are trying to um, bring back our herring, herring run to our community, into our traditional territories. Um, back in March, April, our team, our team had set out uh, branches Branches in the Gorge, Kosapson Park, uh, Victoria Harbor, and just off of uh, Lagoon, trying to bring back the herring run and herring eggs to our community again. And the other projects we're working on is uh, the European green crab and uh, coastal erosion. I understand that's a that's a serious problem at the Songhees Islands, the chest, isn't it? Yeah, especially with increased shipping. Yeah, on uh, Chatham and Discovery Island, there um, the tide lines and you know the erosion lines are pretty pretty strong, and we're losing we're losing you know inches uh, year by year. Wow, that's important work to do. Um, and a question about the um, you mentioned the putting. Uh, branches in in the water is that so that the herring will lay their eggs on them yes because i think i've seen pictures of herring rakes old-fashioned rakes so they're like a, a stick with pegs in it so branches is like the is a version of a herring rake yeah that's exactly what what the branches were that were set out was to so the herring can spawn their eggs on there and um, like the pictures you've probably seen on social media there's Probably like millions of eggs on a on a branch can you know, can feed the community, feed our elders. You know, one time somebody brought some um, dried herring eggs into the band office, and and I, and I they called it chumus. It's a, a treat, so I wanted to try it, but they, so they gave me a piece of it, but they didn't they didn't tell me how you prepare it. <laughs> so I'm chewing away on this chunk of dry herring roe and it was very hard to chew and then afterwards somebody told me you know you're supposed to boil it <laughs> soften it up before you eat supposed it supposed to boil it soften up dip it in butter <laughs> oh that sounds good but it was it was neat to taste and it's um herring is also um food for for the fish that are food for the whales isn't yes. it? so you're you're protecting the whales when you're trying to improve their um the food sources yeah yeah the, uh, and I noticed too around that herring that you held a community event to celebrate the herring. That's yeah, yes, back in April we had a huge, uh, huge send off of uh, we 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 invited our uh, our nation, our members, our community members, and uh, they all took part on um, you know coming up and laying their own branches. You know they got to uh, put put the you know their string and. Their blessings, I I would want to call it, into helping bring bring it back to the community. So we they all came together, had a big gathering down at uh, Kosapson Park over here on Craigblower, and admirals and um, our boat operators, uh, the uh, Maple Bank Elders Canoe Canoe family, um, kindly lent uh, the Songhees Marine Team their canoe so our guys can paddle out and drop the branches off into the 
in the the gorge for us. So it was a huge, you know, huge, huge, huge thing, huge deal for us, right? Yeah, yeah. And for the children to witness that and this become maybe a normal part of their life to grow up knowing about how you work with the herring. Yeah, you know, we it's we had um, we had elders there, you know, share their stories, you know, share their times. You know, you see the excitement on on our elders that got up and smoked. You know, it was like they they really want this to come back, and they you know we wanna we wanna cherish their 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 you know cherish their heart and nourishment, right? We wanna bring back that food for for them. Yes, and it, and it's wonderful to be able to connect the elders sharing the stories from when they're young and what their memories about herring, and with children from Songhees today getting to learn about that from them directly is really wonderful. So it was a very cool event and um, I hope that it happens every year. I remember one time many years ago, um, Jackie Albany saying to me that it was hailing. I think it was like February or March and it was hailing. And she said, oh, I always learned if it hails this time of year that the herring are gonna run. Have you ever heard that about hail and herring? Yeah, yeah. The run, for me growing up in, in the Lakwanan territory, I spent majority of my time with my cousins on Craigflower Bridge fishing for herrings between end of February to April, right after school, before school. We'd be out there casting our rods trying to get herrings. I guess some people probably use the herring for bait. Yes. But that would that be, would you be looking, were you using it for bait back then or were you using it to harvest the herring? Using it to harvest, using it to harvest. My my late grandmother, my late grandmother, she would always fry it. She would always fry it or dry it. No, not where, where it gets on chumas. I think that might be a new Chalmers word for for a snack. For a dessert, yes. Yeah. Chumas, yeah. We use that. We use that uh, term here too. Yeah, yeah. I remember hearing it like back in the early nineties. It's a yeah. it's one of those shared words. Yeah, chumas. Yeah. Yeah. What do you enjoy most about your work? My work family. We got a great crew here. You know, we work as one. We work together. You know, that's what I like. And being being able to come into work and knowing that you have a great crew and a great team that's got your back is what brings brings me here every day, right? Yeah. Yeah, and it's such important work that's being done. Yes. So what are your goals for the future of the Songhees Marine Project? What are my goals or what are our goals? Well, both. Uh, I, I don't really want to say my goals because we work we work together and we, we talk, we discuss. And for, for the entire crew is just to um, bring back the sea life to our community, bring back the selfish, you know, Bring everything back together so our our elders can nourish their their hearts and their soul with you know crabs, mussels, oysters, clams. Yes. And bringing bringing everything together for for the community is is our goal and our project and our plan. I think that that would that would help reduce like I know that. For Indigenous Canadians, diabetes is at five times the national average, and that has a lot to do with with diet. So bringing back seafood diet, I think, would be would be really good for people. 
bringing back, yeah, the bring, bringing back the seafood diet, the, the traditional way, I think would would be a tremendous uh, goal for to set to you know get rid of diabetes. Yeah. Um, and you mentioned earlier that you have a, a marine biologist on your team, and I know that some that the other nations under the Sailor Sea Initiative funding have hired marine biologists, and many of them are their their students from the University of Victoria. I find it very interesting that the um, that there are these marine biologists embedded into indigenous marine teams. How how are you finding that uh, working with a marine biologist? What does that bring to the table? Oh, working our marine biologist. Her name is Bridget Irving, and um, she she came aboard. I want to say back in September, and uh, working with her has been uh, been a great deal. You know, she has she has a she has a lot on her mind and she has a lot of goals that she wants to bring forward to the to the community. Uh, she was uh, born and raised, I believe, in uh, in Chimanas. So she has the the knowledge of going to school with First Nations. So she knows what respects that we have and she has for the waters. And uh, that's what brought her into the uh, biologist life. And, uh, and you get indigenous knowledge with academic knowledge, and it uh, it really is an interesting. I find that there's some really interesting work coming out of that. Yeah. The um, when you bring indigenous wisdom to the you know the academic understanding of things, it, it it creates a whole other layer of understanding that I think that the scientists find um, really meaningful for them to connect and to understand the um, relationship indigenous people have. Yeah. and the understandings that are there that run deeper than than maybe science can measure yeah that relationship piece um is there anything else that you'd like our audience to know about songies marine or indigenous marine stewardship this, this wonderful work that's being done um, in the sailor sea here by indigenous people to to take care of the of the sea and um, take care of your territory any other thoughts you want to leave with folks We're doing two. Two of my team just got back from Ottawa. They were over there for a guardian guardianship uh, conference. Guardians, and uh, they brought back a lot of a uh, lot of um, learning, learning, learning experience and learning curve for all. And um, we just look forward of working together with the community and with the other nations out there. Sayout, Aquachin, Malahat, Squimal. You know, we just look forward to uh, coming together. You know, working working as a team. And I, I want to thank you for your leadership in that way. And I've got some we've got some projects where we're collaborating with the nations on for marine stewardship and raising awareness. And you've been a real leader in helping to make that happen. And I appreciate that. This is, this is something people need to know about this this work that's happening. It's really important for all of us in this, um, well, all of us who live next to the Salish Sea matters. Salish Sea, yes. I like to call it the traditional highway. Yes. Yeah, it's wonderful to be back, back on the water and, and engaging with other nations. And these are ancient trade relationships. Yes, exactly. That, that can be revitalized for the benefit of 
of everyone, because really the, the indigenous knowledge coming to the table around uh, conservation, preservation um, is, is really helpful, I think, for, you know, as we move towards sustainable future, um, changing our relationship with the environment is necessary for us to survive as a species, I think. Yeah. And I think that um, indigenous wisdom around relationship to the land and working with the land instead of hurting it for, for economic development is extremely important. That's kind of why I work in the, in the field I work in, is just to, to help promote that. Yeah, exactly. Important work. Yeah, we, we, need, we need land guardians and we need, you know, ocean guardians. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, well, thank you for the work you do. Thank you for being out there on the Salish Sea and thank you to your crew as well. We appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you for your time today. Thank you. And thank you listeners for tuning in to the Indigenous Prosperity Podcast.